Hello, I'm Anthony William, and you're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week I talk about the most advanced healing information and secrets about health, much of which is not found anywhere else and is decades ahead of what's out there now. As I've always said, who has 10 or 20, 30 years to wait to find out what's causing their cystitis? Because that's strep-related. What's causing their sinusitis that's chronic where you have to get surgeries all the time? That's chronic strep. What's causing your UTIs? That's streptococcus, really elusive, really hard to discover or to diagnose. You know, you can go to an ENT. They're not going to know what's going on. They might say it's bacteria. They might say, we don't know. It's inflammation. But strep is rampant. We're going to talk about it today. And, and we don't have time to waste in the sense where if you've suffered with this, if you dealt with it. Now, I know people who have dealt with sinus problems for years. It's, it can be tragic for a lot of people without a doubt. Sinus congestion, sinus pain, chronic sinus infection, ear infections, otitis media. That's, you know, <laughs> the ear infection in the middle ear caused by strep, okay? UTIs, gastric problems, meaning intestinal disorders, SIBO, all this is strep. So if you just logged on, you better hang on for the ride because today is a big day and you want to hear this show. There's no doubt about it because we're talking about Streptococcus revealed. Streptococcus is an opportunistic bacteria that causes far more health problems than medical science and research currently know. And I'll talk about how strep is behind UTIs, like I said before, sore throats, digestive issues, SIBO, sinus infections, and more. So that's what we're talking about today. Uh, and I'm excited about this because so many people are lost with this. They're, they don't know what's causing their cystitis. They don't know that it was the strep throat they had when they were 8 years old. And then when they're 35 years old and they got cystitis, they don't know that that's what it is. It's still strep. And strep has this interesting pattern we're going to talk about. So we're going to talk about the pattern of what it does and how it works. Also, what it's related to as well what it's related to. So that's a whole nother thing. And uh, we got lots to cover. And also, have you locked down a copy of Life Changing Foods? Um, that is going to be so fun. When you guys open that book, you're going to be blown away. And, and, and you know, unless I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong about this. We painstakingly, Spirit and I painstakingly put information in this book that even supersedes the show I do here by far. And so we really, really knocked it out of the park. Like, we didn't hold back. I didn't care what it took. I didn't care how many nights I stayed up. I didn't care how many nights my brain was mush and frazzled from taking data for hours and hours and hours from spirit to make sure that we know all the diseases and conditions that fruits and vegetables, herbs and spices – and wild foods can help us recover from if they're used the right way, including emotional levels, what it can do for spiritual lessons we can get from it. It is definitely interesting. And so make sure you look into that. So I'm excited about that. I'm, I'm, I'm giggly I'm, because when you open those, when you open that book, you're going to be shocked. And, and, that, and I'm excited about it because it's, it was well worth the, the, the pain of putting it together. So I'm so excited. Um, anyway, a little bit about me. If this is your first show, um, before we go on about strep and everything, it's just if, if this is your first show, started at age four, um, diagnosed my grandmother of lung cancer by hearing a voice perfectly clear that said grandma has lung cancer, pronounced it. It took a couple of times to pronounce it at the dinner table. And uh, everybody's forks and knives dropped at the, on the plates. Uh, there was some shock going on, some shock value going on from a four-year-old telling grandma she had lung cancer. And then weeks later, brought her in, and she did. And that was the start of what happened, and it never stopped. And I've dedicated my entire life of bringing truthful information, not misinformation, truthful information, so people can find their way out of the darkness of misinformation. Because it's one of the greatest things that holds us back in healing all of our conditions. And it's also why millions of people stay sick. Because the truth is not out there in so many ways. So I've dedicated my life and, and, and decades in helping tens of thousands of people with the right information. So that 30 years later, they're living a life right now healthier than they ever did 30 years ago. 
and you know and this is this is what I've dedicated my life doing and I see it all the time you guys people come into me like sick for 3 years with with something that no one can figure out sick for 4 years that no one can figure out and then it gets all the different labels and they still stay sick and it's it's okay it's cute and fuzzy to throw labels on people like Lyme disease and everything else but if they're not getting better or if they keep on getting sick do you really know what was wrong with them to begin with and that's, that's where we clear the air here. That's the whole point of the gift I received. That's the whole point of why I'm here. So you know how to get better. So you can get better from Lyme disease. You can get better from chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia. There is hope for lupus. There is hope for ALS. There is hope for Alzheimer's. There is hope for dementia. There is no hope for colitis. There is hope for Crohn's, Hashimoto's thyroiditis. The list goes on. Scleroderma, you know, fibrosis. Just It keeps on going. It keeps on going. And there is hope for all. All of this, including strange symptoms like Reynolds disease syndrome to everything under the sun, there is hope for all of it. Addison's, Parkinson's, Wilson's, we can just keep on putting as many doctors' names as we can. They're named after diseases as we want. And, you know, and there is hope with the right information. I've dedicated my life to it. And that's why you guys are here. That's why I'm here. I'm honored. I live for helping you. That's the whole point. So let's talk about strep. Let's do it. Let's go into this. So it starts out interesting with strep. It starts out interesting when we're, we're meaning like it's, it's a, it's, it's the whole thing with strep starts out when we're young, most of the time. And I'm going to talk about what I mean by that. See, most of the time it starts out when we're little and we're young. We usually pick it up from some place. We either get it from mommy. We can get it from daddy. Okay. So let's not just blame mom's. Uh, blame moms on for everything, okay? Moms have enough guilt on them. They have enough. They have enough of that guilt where it's mother's guilt for you know for for nothing the mothers have done wrong. It's just the guilt's naturally built in. It's naturally there when you have children. You just feel feel this, and so it starts out when we're younger, and it can come from mom. It can come from dad. It can come from anywhere. And it can come from other children. It can come from bathrooms. Strep is really tricky. And what it does is we get our strep infections. We get our strep throat when we're young. And even if we don't get diagnosed with strep throat, we can have strep in us causing sore throat. That's not diagnosed as strep throat. We can have strep in us that's causing chronic ear infections all the time, otitis media, um, inner ear infection, eustachian tube infections, all of this is strep related now there is some epstein bars but they connect to strep strep is the cofactor of the epstein bar by the way and um but there is some epstein bars that cause ear problems we talked about that tinnitus we talk about that you know hearing loss all this other things popping in the ears fuzzing buzzing reading ringing that's you know it's all epstein bar related but the otitis media the ear infections kids get that's mostly strep and and what happens is Strep's a bacteria, and it's getting stronger and stronger each decade. It's turning closer to that superbug level. Not quite there yet, but it's getting there. Strep is not all the same strain either. It's not. And, you know, this, I've seen this occur with a lot of relationships. You've got young adults that are in one relationship, and we share our bacteria in a relationship. That's what we do. So when we lock down a relationship and we have, you know, we're in a relationship for two years, we're starting our life, and then, and then, you know, we're sharing our bacteria. That's how it works. And in that bacteria is usually one or two varieties of strep. So someone can have one variety, the other partner can have one variety, and then we have two varieties, and we're kind of passing it back and forth and living life and enjoying life, and we have the strep. But when relationships don't work out, and we find other partners because life is hard, the road is hard, we can run into some different varieties of strep. I've seen people with multiple varieties of strep. Some can become antibiotic resistant. All of them actually are becoming antibiotic resistant. And so this is the whole thing with strep. Somebody can have strep in their sinuses, a variety of strep in their sinuses, and then they can pick up a new variety of strep later on in their life and have the worst UTI they ever had in their life. And that can be another variety of strep, and it could be more resistant. Acne is caused by strep. 
And the reason why acne sufferers sufferers suffer for long term is because it's a bacterial infection. And it's usually treated with antibiotics to begin with. And people with acne usually had antibiotics a lot when they were a child for different things. Lung infections, bronchitis, you know, antibiotics. Instead of using natural means to heal bronchitis, natural means, we get thrown to the doctors. Pediatricians just keep on giving the kids antibiotics for every little thing they have without teaching mommies how to care for their kids naturally with golden seal and vitamin C and sovereign silver and and zinc and you know lomatium root and elderberry and thyme and and you know so so moms aren't taught how to take care of their kids in this day and age so it doesn't really exist yet we're not there yet so what it is is you know you're a child you you got a earache you get thrown into the doctor's office you get given an antibiotic and the strep gets stronger it gets stronger even if it goes away in that moment. It comes back stronger with another bad ear infection. It could even go into pneumonia. It can even go into you know chronic bronchitis. It can go into chronic sinusitis. And it can grow and grow and grow. It could get into the gut, cause SIBO. More antibiotics for SIBO. SIBO calms down, goes away, comes back a rainy day, stronger. I can't tell you how many people where the doctors, the, the functional medicine doctors are like, here, we do antibiotics for that SIBO. Yeah, st- stupidest thing you could ever do. And I'm not saying the doctors are stupid. That's not at all. They're brilliant people. I mean, don't get me wrong. Brilliant. It's just that no one's, no one's talking about the right information, really. And that's what I was saying at the beginning of the show. People don't get better because the right information's not out there. Look, I know, I'm saying, I'm sorry for having to say that, because I sound like probably, you know, uh, I don't know, I sound sarcastic, I sound like I I know it all, but the truth is the truth, and and, and I only have to, you know, I I only deal with the straight talk, that's all I can deal with, I can't deal with crap in between or crap around, it has to be real, and it has to be real, like real information, that's the truth, how it works, it can only go that way because spirit won't have it any other way. I can't play around if I move to another, if I think another thing like, oh, well, what if it's, no, what if it's this? And yeah, do an antibiotic for that. Oh, spirit will literally set me straight, set my butt straight and say, that's not how it works. That's not what's going on. This is what it is. And so that's how I have the information. So what happens is when you do an antibiotic when you're young, then you're going to more likely end up with SIBO because the antibiotics are going to be upgrading the strep constantly, upgrading it. And the antibiotics have petroleum in it. They have eggs in it. I mean, I mean, for, all, for Pete's sake. <laughs> and, you know, and now, now I'm going to talk about the antibiotics for a little bit because I'm not against antibiotics on, on, on the whole. I'm not, I, the antibiotic discovery was absolutely phenomenal, and it's amazing, and we need them. It's just that we burned them out. We misused them. We, we developed more strains of bacteria like C. diff and other types of bacteria because of antibiotics and because of the overuse for the wrong reasons. Because the medical world, medical research, medical science did not set up a system to teach mommies how to take care of their kids yet. It doesn't exist. So we have to rely on naturopaths, of course, and good functional medicine doctors and good acupuncturists and good, you know, uh, homeopaths. And we have to rely on them to teach mommies how to start doing things for their kids that are much more natural. And that's the only way out. That's the only way out of the strep world because those kids, our children are going to turn into adults and deal with chronic strep like us adults are and it really stinks. And it's getting worse than it was 15 years ago because the strep has gotten stronger. There's 100 different strains of strep. And like I said before, we're picking up multiple strains. By the time I've seen them, but now by the time women are 38, I mean, they got five or six different strains. They got the vaginal strains where they're getting tons of discharge, where doctors don't know what it is. It's the yeast or who knows or what. And constant antibiotics are getting cystitis. They're getting um, sinus infections on top of cystitis. I mean, 38 years old, 39 years old, women that are 42, it, it's no joke. And the suffering that comes along with it is no joke. And the discomfort and everything else around it. And so, you know, it's all fun and games. It's all fun and games, and, and, but we've got, we got to take it serious. And, 
So the deal is, is this, is, you know, we start out young, we go to the ENT, the ENT doesn't realize we're dealing with strep, treating us with antibiotics nonstop instead of going natural routes. We end up taking, and, you know, we're a child, we take antibiotics for every ear infections, for every throat, for every sore throat, for every cough, and that's the start. And then another child could be doing the same thing, then the child's in school, and then fluids are passed by accident through drinking out of a cup. You've got another strep being passed to another child. It's a different strep. It's an upgraded one. Now the child's battling two different varieties of strep. The child's sick, sick again. Nobody knows why. It's an endless situation. And I'm not trying to paint a dark picture. I'm trying to paint a picture of hope because we can do something about it. We can be aware of it. We can do something about it. We can do the right things. We're going to talk about things you can do for your children regarding strep so we can start things out that way. And for adults when you have strep and you have chronic strep for a long time. So, and a lot of times now in the, in the youth, the younger ones, our children, they get, the, they get the SIBO now earlier. They're getting diagnosed with small intestinal overgrowth of bacteria and um, bacterial overgrowth, and that's from antibiotics feeding strep. And sometimes moms or dads have an you know, upgraded version, meaning they have an upgraded, a more angrier version of strep in their system. It gets in the child, so the child has to start out with an upgraded strep to begin with. You see, so this is, this is, like, this is serious stuff. And, but if I don't tell you how it works, if I don't give you the deal on how it works, if I don't give you the truth, if I don't give you the right information, how are you going to know? What are we going to do? Just, you know, go on another decade and another decade of just whatever. And until the new trend comes out. Oh, it's Candida again. Let's go to back to that trend. <laughs> All right. So, um, so let's go into this a little bit. Let's start when you're younger. You know, um, building up the immune system in your child is, is critical when it comes down to strep. So you want the, you want the zinc, the zincs I talk about. You want to have the B12. That's immune system, all immune system support, vitamin C, elderberry syrup, um, very important. And, and when your child's getting something of any kind, you want to do golden seal. So you visit your naturopath, talk about what you can do, get support, um, because it's important to, to nip strep in the butt so it doesn't get out of control, so you're relying on antibiotics all the time. So it's number one. Now, okay, so... What's going on with different conditions when we get older? Let's talk about that a little bit. Um, so let's talk about SIBO for a minute. SIBO is a, an overgrowth of strep because that's the dominant strain. Um, SIBO is not an overgrowth of C. diff, but SIBO is an overgrowth of strep. So that's the dominant strain in when we talk about SIBO. Now, doctors don't know that yet. So practitioners don't know what it is. They don't know what SIBO is. SIBO is really just... You know, you got bacteria. We don't know what it is. You can do a breath test. You can do a blood test. You can try to do different ways of diagnosing SIBO. It's difficult. Um, you know, it usually takes a little intuition too. Uh, good practitioner. And but knowing what strain matters and knowing the history of the person. So, when someone has SIBO, chances are they had a whole bunch of other things going on, or they get they get headaches, they get sinus headaches, or they get other problems, or they got a weak immune system because strep is so dominant and such a troublemaker. So, um, and then you know, strep can go all through the colon and cause IBS, um, irritable bowel syndrome, and it can um, even even instigate. Uh, other intestinal conditions that are all, that have other problems, like for instance, colitis is shingles, shingles in the in the colon. Um, so, but when you have a high level of strep and you're inflamed from strep too, it makes the colitis worse. So, strep is this friend we don't want around because if we have something else wrong with us, it's the biggest pain in the butt um, because it's hanging around. So if you're someone with a, with a condition of any kind, the last thing you need is chronic UTIs now, along with your chronic condition. Now, if you're a woman and you're having, you know, um, a, you know and everything come, happens when you're having your period or having your, your cycle, um, when you're menstruating, what happens is that if you have strep in the sinuses, you're going to get your sinus problems more when you're having your cycle. If you have acne because you have strep, chronic strep causing acne, you're gonna, it's going to come on around the cycle or around when the hormones are shifting and the body's doing something strange when you're ov ovulating. So you're having stress on the body because of that. And then 
you're going to get more acne somewhere around these different time periods. If you have anything like uh, cystitis, it's going to come more when you're um, having your cycle. It's going to come on more problematic. Um, you know, it could be anything. UTIs can come on more when your cycle's coming on. Um, let's see. Uh, if you have endometriosis and uh, you have your cycle, it's going to be more problematic, especially if you have strep in your system, if you have pelvic inflammatory disease, which is basically anything in any kind of inflammation in the reproductive system whatsoever, as a woman, that's all strep. 90% of pelvic inflammatory problems are streps. And so that's going to happen when you're having your cycle. It's going to happen a little bit more. You're going to be a little bit more inflamed, a little bit more problematic. So that's how it works. Giving you the window into how strep works and what it is, it's really critical. Now, the reason why acne takes so long to heal for people, so many people, is because it's antibiotic-fed strep. It's an upgraded variety of strep, and many of the people have bad acne. And, um, and there's nothing scary about any of this. this is, we're talking about we're moving past it to clear it up and, and clean things up and heal. Now, I know I haven't done an acne show per se. I've done a UTI show. I talked about strep in the UTI, that whole thing, if you want to look back at that other show in the past. But acne doesn't go away right away. It, comes, it ebbs and flows because the strep fights back constantly. But building up the immune system and cleaning up the diet longer term gets rid of acne for good. I've seen people freed up from it who have devastating cases for 10, 15 years in their life, 20 years in their life, and I've seen it go away when we're diligent and we're strong about it. We're going to talk about different foods and different supplements too um, that's going to help all of this. It's going to help acne. It's going to help the UTIs. It's going to help the cystitis. Cystitis is scar tissue in the bladder from strep. So cystitis is actually scar tissue in the bladder lining, on the bladder lining. It's like a rash on the bladder lining, but but kind of like scarred up tissue, and that's from strep being in the bladder so long, and you know it's from um, it's from old UTIs, and sometimes you don't even have you don't even have to have a UTI, you could just have it in the bladder, and it's sitting there, you know, and in, in, in causing trouble, and it doesn't feel like you have a real bad UTI once in a while or whatever, or you just feel like you got little problems going on, but that's that's strep, and, and that's what cystitis is. Um, once that rash in there gets, uh, that scar tissue gets kind of um, inflamed and the blood vessels get inflamed and things are swelling up, um, then, you know, it gets sensitive to any kind of food. It gets sensitive to how, you, how much uric acid you have, what's the acid profile you have in your um, urine. Um, you name it, it just can get, it ebbs and flows in so many ways. But stopping the strep is the key. So I'm covering all these different um, conditions, you guys. I'm covering these different conditions. So I can give you ways of just getting out of all of this. I'm going to talk about diet, foods, and supplements to get out of it. So what are we trying to get out of? We're trying to get out of SIBO. We're trying to get out of sinusitis, sinus and chronic sinus infections after sinus and surgeries, you name it, all of that. Trying to get out of um, uh, chronic otitis media, um, chronic sore throats or strep throats, um, acne, um, cystitis, I think I said it already, UTIs. We're trying to get out of all this. This is all strep fun. Fun, fun, fun with strep. That's all this is. And so, uh, and then, you know, oh, I forgot, styes. Um, that's another one too. Good old styes. Many of them are strep related. Not all of them. Some of them are viral. We can get a, we can get a virus in the eye and cause a sty. That does happen, but it's a different kind of sty. Not all styes look the same. Not all styes are the same. And who's keeping tabs on all this, by the way? Where's medical research and medical science? And once again, I think about sometimes when someone approaches me every now and then they get upset and they say, "What do you know about med medical research and medical science?" You and I'm like, "You tell me." What do you know? Does medical, does medical science and research have tabs on all the different varieties of styes and which ones are bacterial and which ones are viral? No. I mean, what you, <laughs> it could go on and on and on and on. I mean, seriously, you guys, for real. I mean, it could go on with that one. I mean, you tell me, what about the mommy that can't take care of her kids because she's sick with strep and she's got Epstein-Barr and she, no one can help her and she's got the worst fibromyalgia ever and all they can do is offer a medication and tell her she's crazy? You tell me. Ask her where medical research and medical science has left her. And so this is no joke here. You know, I take people's health serious. 
So when someone ever wants to challenge me a little bit and say, you know, oh, you don't, you know, you don't have, you don't have 10 years in medical school. What do you know? And, you know, it's, it's, you know what, that's basically disregarding when someone says that they're disregarding someone's pain and suffering. They're disregarding what someone's been through. They're disregarding how someone's been to 50 doctors looking for help and can't find any help for their strep issues, that they're undiagnosed strep, strep issues. So, you know, that's completely being disrespectful for the people who have suffered, the people who have gone through hell and back, the people who lay in bed dying of chronic illness and so-called autoimmune, meaning it's, it's a real illness, but they're diagnosed with autoimmune and telling, their, telling them their bodies are attacking themselves so they die faster. You name it, it's completely disrespectful when someone says, where's your 10 years of medical school? What do you know? Yet You know what? What do you know? So... And I say this with passion and caring because I've watched, I get choked up emotionally. My heart gets a little funny and I get choked up because I've seen it all out there. I know what you guys have gone through. I know some of you have gone through this. I know that, okay? And my job is to be on, you know, watching your back. My job is to be on your side, okay? So I'm going to come across like this every now and then. So if new new uh, listeners logged in and they see I'm slightly sarcastic or a little bit harsh on, you know, what we've been through with the medical systems and everything, both, both alternative and conventional, just hang in there for the ride. It's because, you know, I, I feel the pain of of everybody, who what they've gone through, and I've seen it forever since I've been here. Um, so here's the deal. It's about building up the immune system and battling strep and cleaning it up. It's about knowing what we're going after. You know, if you don't know what you're going after, you can't get better. If we think acne is just a hormonal pimple, cystic acne is just a hormonal pimple, we're not getting it better if we don't know what it is. If we think our sinus infection, you know, is from uh, pollen in the air, then we don't know. We're not going to be getting it better. You know, if we think our cystitis is just because we're getting older, then how are we going to get better? And if we think, you know, all if we think our vaginal discharge is just yeast, how are we going to get better so we get rid of those yeast infections that are really strep and not yeast? How are we going to get better? If we don't know what's going on, how do you get better? That's the whole point. And that's where we're breaking the rules, changing the rules. That's where it's going down. Okay, I want you guys to experience getting better. So when it comes down to all these things we're talking about, like SIBO, I don't want your SIBO coming back over and over again. I want to make sure we get rid of that strep so your SIBO goes away. I want your cystitis to go away. I've helped people. I've had women women come to me with cystitis so bad they didn't want to live anymore. I mean, just didn't want to live anymore. That it was unbearable, unbearable to live. You couldn't sleep, you couldn't eat, you couldn't go anywhere, you couldn't do anything. It was that bad, and we we've gotten it better. We've seen people through spirit nuts so they could get past this and want to live and get past this and heal. So. This stuff could get serious. Okay, so it's about arming ourselves. Let's talk about what we can do. Let's talk about the different things we can do, okay? So we've covered, we've covered a few things that there's different strains, lots of different strains. So we're going to cover you know, lots of foods and supplements, even for the most powerful strains of streptococcus. Um, you know, we talked about the sinus surgeries people get from chronic strep, but it doesn't fix it, and then people are back in the saddle again. Talked about the UTIs, talked about acne, strep throat, and we talked about how these these strep varieties are antibiotic resistant, um, and we we covered into that pretty good. So let's talk about what we can do: foods to avoid. What foods to avoid? What food? Do you know what foods can feed strep? Because you guys are getting good. You know, I noticed that. I noticed that where someone hopped on Facebook and they're just like, this is what you need to do. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, you're right. You're right. And I'm, I'm hearing that a lot because you guys are getting really good. And that was my dream, actually, is that all of you become health experts because you guys become health experts. Someday you guys are going to be better than you. You're going to know more than me. <laughs> 
or I should say, you're going to know more than me, but you're not going to know more than spirit. <laughs> All right. All right. So here's the deal. I mean, with you guys knowing so much and learning so much, um, it, like I said before, that is my dream. That's my dream come true. So what foods do you think we need to avoid with Streptococcus, the bacteria? Eggs, right? We need to avoid that. I see people diagnosed with SIBO and they're told only to eat eggs. Eggs, bacon, and then a few vegetables. And then maybe a, a small handful of like a berry. One berry. Like a tiny little handful of raspberries. Like once every four days. And they have to be eating, you know, four eggs a day. Some natural bacon. And, um, and then they can, they can eat a few vegetables. And that's not how SIBO works. That's not how it works. That's not what, what goes on. Eggs feed SIBO. They feed Streptococcus. Streptococcus was raised on egg, by the way. It was raised in labs by eggs. You think strep just appeared? It's in our life now because it's been raised. Uh, it escaped in the world. It was bred on eggs. Just telling you right now. So you got sinus infections. You got cystitis. That's the other thing. If you're a woman and you have cystitis or a man with cystitis... And um, you're, you go to the doctor, you're told to eat eggs. And that's, that's, you know, so you feed the bacteria and cause more cystitis. Even if the egg, you don't feel it when you eat the egg. Like you don't feel it irritate your scar tissue and your bladder. It's still, you know, you're st- it, it's still feeding the problem. And, you know, we're told, you know, we're told to do this. I, I know this is off the topic a little bit, like PCOS, um, women are told to eat lots of eggs with PCOS. Worst thing we could ever do, eggs make the cysts. They make the tumors. They literally are the tumor and cyst grower of all time. Eggs feed breast cancer, cysts, calcifications, nodules, tumors on the, on the thyroid. Eggs feed all this. Uh, do I have anything against eggs? No. They taste amazing and uh, and... They're delicious, and you can make scrambled eggs taste really good. You can make an omelet and make people happy, and you can cook the best eggs in the world, and people love it, and I get it. Got nothing against them. But if you got something going on, you're worried about cysts, and you're worried about PCOS, and you're worried about, you know, cystitis, and you're worried about, um, you know, cancer because it's in your family or whatever it is, then eggs is gone. So you want the eggs to be gone. Be gone. And um, so the deal is, is another one is dairy products. Strep ferociously feeds off of cheese, milk, butter, ghee. Ghee. I know there's a big ghee movement on there. I'm not against the ghee movement. But if you got any of these symptoms and you got strep of any kind and you got what I'm talking about, then you don't want ghee in there either. You don't even want remotely the hint of what would have been a dairy product. You just don't want it there. Okay, so that's important. And I don't care if it's a belief system, if it's a belief system somewhere. I don't have a belief system. I know I've told you guys this before, but I don't have a belief system. If I adopt a belief system, then I'm going to totally mess you guys up instantly. If I adopt one belief system, I'm going to mess you guys up because you're going to be cheated out of healing. I just have to do what's right. That's all. I just have to do what's right so you can heal. So you keep the dairy products out. Milk, cheese, butter, (laughs) ghee, whatever it is, you just keep it out. So that's important to know. Um, Corn. Corn is such an instigator with strep. Strep is a corn eater, a corn feeder. So um, keep the corn out. Wheat, wheat gluten, rye. Rye. Um, that's another one. So barley, wheat, rye, not barley grass, but barley grass juice is an anti-strep. Wheat grass juice is anti-strep. Wheat isn't, barley isn't, but the juice of the grass is anti-strep because it changed its structure to actually have a phytochemical to ward off strep. Very important to understand. Um, so these are some of the foods to avoid. Canola oil is the ultimate, 
ultimate, ultimate mistake for cystitis, for strep, for you know anything going on. Bacterial, vaginal, bacterial vaginosis is streptococcus, by the way. Um, you know, immune system problems, you name it, intestinal disorders, Crohn's, IBS, anything. You don't want to go near canola oil. And I said this on a previous show just recently, but there's just you know there's new new people on the scene. The new guys on the scene that, that are deemed themselves experts, and they got new literature out that they've created and written, and it's out there, and, and they think they're experts in, you know, microorganisms and everything else, and they're promoting canola oil. Most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. Unbelievable. So we have to have the right information. It's an example why people don't get better. You know, it, that's why I need you guys to supersede the experts that are out there, because technically that's what's happening here. You guys are learning the information. You guys are knowing the truth and you're superseding the, ex, the, 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 the experts that aren't experts. You're superseding them. It's amazing. I'm proud of you. I'm so proud of you. It's not even funny. So foods to eat. Bananas are fantastic for SIBO, collects all the strep and pulls it out of the system. I don't care what anybody says. Bananas do it. They're antibacterial. They're antiviral. Berries, amazing for, um, for uh, strep in any part of the body. Spinach, incredible for strep. Incredible. Because what spinach does, spinach has so many beta carotenes in it that are off the chart. Beta carotenes, okay, that are off the chart. These carotenes get to the skin, and they have phytochemicals that help stop acne. Lots of spinach is critical for acne sufferers where the strep is lymphatically there. Acne is caused by strep being in the lymphatic system all the time. And all through the, you name it, the cheeks, the face, the lymphatic system, up behind the ears, around the neck, all of this. You know, the lymphatic system. It's a big deal. You want, um, you want spinach. Arugula, another great one. That's a great one. Ginger. Ginger's a, a strep fighter in the gut. Strep fighter for cystitis, UTIs, chronic UTIs. Ginger builds up the immune system, helps battle strep. Okay. Oregano oil or oregano in your food. Incredible. I wouldn't take an antibiotic for SIBO. I wouldn't take an antibiotic for acne. I would go on oregano oil capsules. I would go I would be eating oregano, the aromatic herbs. Aromatic herbs, oregano, thyme, rosemary, sage. The aromatic herbs are weapons. Weapons of strep destruction. That's what they are. Weapons of strep destruction. And so you you know or get, you, the, exactly you want the oregano and it, even if it's not organic that's what I'm trying to say trying to get the words out <laughs> even if it's not organic time you can't find organic time I'm totally fine it this is what we need right here we need the oregano we need the thyme we need the rosemary aromatic herbs the sage and this is a powerhouse towards knocking down strep in the system now strep doesn't go away right away it doesn't go away right away you have to have patience. You have to have time and patience because it's been there in most of us for decades, most of our lives. And it, and it tends to creep up. It tends to get worse throughout our life, causing all kinds of problems, causing headaches, causing fatigue, causing a little bit of fatigue, causing um, confusion, causing um, fevers, low-grade fevers, <clears throat> causing all these different things. And it sits in us long-term ebbs and flows with where our immune system is and where we are in our lives. And so it's going to take a little time. You've got to incorporate these things without a doubt. In the um, Life-Changing Foods book, I really laid it out in there. So if you gather all the foods in there that help with the, with the strep, like the aromatic herbs, you can see what it does for it. So we got the rosemary, we got the sage, we got the or, you know, oregano, we got the thyme, garlic It's another one. Someone told me the other day, they said, you know, I, I follow this other belief system where garlic's too hot of a food or it's, it causes too much trouble. And, and I'm like, look, you're, you're cheating yourself. I said, do you like garlic? And they're like, yeah, I like garlic. I said, you're cheating yourself out of something that literally can knock down your streptococcus infections. The person said, well, what strep infections? What are you talking about? I go, didn't you get diagnosed with SIBO? And they said, yeah, I did. That was your strep infection. They're like, oh, I, I was wondering what that was. 
<laughs> same thing with the UTI. Same thing with everything else. People are like, oh, what? I was wondering what that was. You mean they're, they're, you mean that there? You know what that is? Yeah. So um, garlic is a big one. Winter squash, amazing for strep throughout the body. Sweet potatoes. Kale. Kale is a strep killer. So we got the uh, kale. Kale is great in any way possible. Onions, ultimate fighter of strep in the bladder and in the reproductive system with PID and, you know, and in the intestinal tract and in the colon causing IBS and, you know, styes that are caused by it. You name it. Onions are amazing for knocking down strep. But you might say, hey, Anthony, I've eaten an onion and my strep ain't better. No, 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 (laughs) no. You might have also had an egg a week before. You might, and I'm not trying to be mean. You can still eat other things in your life. You can still have a piece of fish. You can still have, if you love turkey, you can still have a little turkey. If you want some free-range chicken, you probably could have some of that if you're into that. You could probably have a little bit of grass-fed beef if you're really into that. But if you have an egg, your strep's not going away. It's just not. You know, so it's really important to know. Um, and if you're, you know, if you're plant-based, uh, it's even more helpful for strep. When you're plant-based, it definitely is more helpful. I'm not saying, you know, everybody has to go plant-based, but if you're dealing with bad strep, sinusitis, and all these other things, you might want to consider a 28-day cleanse to start you off, like I talk about in the first medical medium book, you know, that you guys know about, the medical medium book. And um, you can do, you know, modified 28-day cleanse. You can bring in other foods. You can bring in more if you want. Um, But there's ways of at least doing a little plant-based for a little while in your life and get a jump on the strep. And then when you bring back animal proteins or fish or whatever you want to bring in, you keep the eggs out and the dairy products out and the other things I'm talking about. But it takes more than an onion once in a while. You know, you got to have onion in your food every day. And you're going to start knocking down strep, but you got to have onion in your food every day. And that's okay. That's, that's possible. Chop up an, a red onion, put a slice on your salad once a day. It matters. You know, if you can get it every other day, it matters. Turmeric is a great anti-strepper. That's a great one. Anti-strep. Totally knocks down that strep. So turmeric's a good one. There's turmeric juices out there. I Honestly, you just juice your own turmeric. You know, I, I don't know. They're just so expensive and everything. You go into the health food store and you can get a turmeric, you know, turmeric drink for, you know, $19. I just, I would just buy some turmeric and run just a little bit through your juicer. If you want with a, with cucumber, uh, with celery, and just run a little bit of turmeric, and you'll do more for the strep, and you'll save a lot of money. Um, so that's a way of doing it. Celery juice instantaneously starts knocking down strep in the body. I've had people tell me my acne's gone because of celery juice. I've had people tell me my cystitis is gone because of celery juice. I've had people tell me my SIBO's gone, my IBS is gone, my, you know, my bacterial vaginosis is gone, you know, whatever it is. I, my styes are gone, my sinus problems are gone from celery juice. Now, some of you, you might have a strep that's in there, might be in there for a long time, could be an upgraded version, could be more of a bacterial, you know, resistant uh, version, and so it might take longer to do, and you might have to do a few more things with it all and take out some of the foods we're talking about. But we can do this. And if you're not ready to do it now, if you're not ready to do anything for it now, I'm on board 100% because I still want you learning because you might tell somebody else to do it. I have people that won't do anything, and I stand behind them because that's where they are in the moment of their life. Oh, I, t- I stand behind them with total respect. Because they're just they're not there in that moment to to, to want to do a lot for their health, and I, I stand with them. Meaning, I'm, I'm what are you kidding? I, I'm I'm with them. I'll be like, okay, I totally agree. I'm with you. You don't want to do it now. I'm on board. You got my support. I'm going to support you to not do it. Okay, <laughs> I know it sounds funny, but I'm serious because I also know you're learning. That person's learning. That person's listening. I got people to listen to the show. You guys, there's people out there like some of you are listening to the show and you really don't do some of the things I want you to do. But that doesn't matter to me because you're learning and you're becoming a health expert. And then you turn around and don't even realize it and you tell somebody in the health food store, hey, do that. That can help with that. And and it's powerful, man. It's powerful. So, so like I said, 
I'm, we're all, we're in this together. I don't care if you're, you know, if you're eating, you know, nachos and cupcakes and, you know, and whatever. And egg, egg burritos right now. I'm just, I stand behind you 100%. We're going to work on this together. All right. Um, cayenne pepper, hot peppers, they're great for any of it. Just don't overdo them. You know, if you're sensitive, try not to overdo it, you know. I've done that before because I like hot peppers. I like cayenne pepper, so I've gone to town with it, and I've been like, oh, man, I pushed it to the limit here. And so you got to you know, be careful you don't do that. <laughs> There's reasons why. Raw honey. Raw honey. I said this in a show before. This came out of my Life Changing Foods book, and it's an example of why I am so excited when you guys get the Life Changing Foods book. I, I, I'm just, you know, get a copy, get a pre-copy, a pre-order in because I'm hoping they stay in stock. And and here's the deal, because the last book was out of stock for virtually practically three and a half months in total. So, you yeah, this, this book's going to wow you. Raw Honey has over 200,000 phytochemicals because the bees are collecting them from different flowers that have already phytochemicals in every different flower. It's no one knows this secret or this truth except for me and spirit, life-changing foods that's in there. And raw honey has phytochemicals that destroy strep, that, that prevent strep, that stop strep, that stop staph. Staph isn't... Staph, by the way, isn't the scary bug. It's strep, meaning meaning the bug that causes the most problems are strep. They do the most of these illnesses I'm talking about. Staph doesn't really do that. Staph is everywhere. It's in us. It's around us. It's on our skin, but it's it's different than strep. But honey stops staph. It stops C. diff. it stops E. coli, it stops all the different strep bacteria. It gets rid of cystitis in people over time. It stops sinus infections over time. It knocks down strep in every way, strep throat, you name it. I mean, seriously, I'm serious. So that's the power of raw honey. So don't be afraid of it. But guess what? You might hear somebody else's podcast or some newfangled book that says it's got sugar in it. So stay away from it and you get cheated. You get cheated. It's like going to the grocery store and you, you know, give somebody a 20 and you just bought a bag of chips and you give them 20 and they give you back like a five. Like it never, it, it, it's by accident. It's by accident, and that's what I'm trying to tell you: is people, people out there that have misinformation saying honey's bad for you. Don't you know? Don't use it. It's got sugar. It'll feed this. It'll feed that. That's just by accident too, because they just have misinformation. It's like in the grocery store. You know, the clerk is not trying to cheat out of fifteen dollars. The clerk has made a mistake, <clears throat> and but it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good on our end. So it doesn't feel good on our end when we're cheated out of honey, when honey can actually heal us. So you just need to know that. Honey can help help you sleep. It can help stop insomnia. I got a whole list of what honey does in life-changing foods, not to mention spiritually, emotionally. You name it. Spiritual lesson it provides. Spiritual lessons that change lives. So that's a great one. Supplements. Vitamin C. Secret weapon without a doubt for strep infections of all kinds. Take a lot of it. Talk to your practitioner. Take more. Ask for help in, um, in, in my Facebook groups. Everybody's learning all this stuff. Zinc. One of the reasons why strep is rampant and strep has gone to the degree it has is because everybody's zinc deficient. Everybody's zinc deficient. So zinc is critical. You get zinc in your system, your strep will, will minimize and disappear over time. Lemon balm. Cat's claw. Cat's claw is incredibly, you know, uh, it's an incredible weapon. It really is incredibly helpful to knocking down strep on all levels, intestinal tract, SIBO, you know, UTIs, <clears throat> all of it, all of it. It's that powerful, cat's claw, lemon balm, monolaurin, monolaurin from coconut. You can even do coconut, coconut meat, coconut products, coconut water, very helpful for strep of all kinds. So these are the things to focus on. You know, just and look, a little bit goes a long way. You get a little bit of cat's claw in you every day. You get your zinc levels up to par every day. You get your vitamin C in you every day. But wait a minute, you're doing oregano thyme, rosemary sage, somehow, meaning some oregano capsules, little thyme tea. You got some sage chopped up in your food, and you're moving forward. You see that? You got banana smoothie with wild blueberries in the morning. 
that's amazing. And it goes on and it goes on, but it builds over time and you can be freed. You can be freed and you can protect your children and protect their children. You get the zinc up to par in your children. You get a little bit of elderberry syrup in them. You get some vitamin C in them and we can minimize the antibiotics but the antibiotics are this catch-22. It's like you get a bad UTI that's so out of control because you've eaten all these different wrong things and your strep is out of control, causing the worst UTI ever, and your immune system's dropped because you don't have zinc. And then you have to take an antibiotic, and it suppresses it, and it pushes the strep down, but then the strep comes back and two months later with another raging UTI. We have to build all this up so we don't have to rely on the antibiotics eventually. So we're coming to the end of the show. I got to tell you guys, I love you. You need to know that. I really do. My heart is with you. I truly love you. I truly care about all of you. I really want you to know that. I really do actually care. And spirit cares. And we want you better. Take one day at a time. I stand behind you. You didn't create your illness. You didn't. That's not how it works. Okay, I, I believe in positivity. I believe in attracting good things in our life. I believe in staying on that forefront. But don't think that you created your illness because you had bad karma and that created your illness or you're a bad person or you deserve it or you're just a terrible person or, you know, you're faulty and your body's faulty or your body's attacking itself. Just don't believe that because that part's off. That part's wrong. So I stand behind you. I believe in you and I love you. And this gift here wasn't given to me for me. It was given to me for you. Okay? What I get out of it is seeing you heal. And that's what I get out of it, is seeing you get better and seeing you benefit your lives and seeing you help others and help others. We're all working with this together in our lives right now. We're all doing it together. I'm on board. Just remember that. Take one day at a time. Start out with that wild blueberry smoothie. Take one day at a time, get some of these things in you, learn and grow. You guys are the health experts of the day that are moving forward, just so you know in life. You guys are the health experts that are moving forward. Remember that. Don't forget it. Okay? I stand behind you 100%. I back you up. Talk to the angels, too. Bring the angels in when you can. Okay, make sure you talk to the angels out loud. Make sure you're saying to the angels, can you help me so I can do better with my foods? Can you help me because I need some help here? Check out the angels in my book, one. And by the way, in Life-Changing Foods, I have an angel chapter in there. Angels that no one knows about. Angels that have never been in any book. And they are so helpful. They are life-changing. They're called the life-changing angels. So get yourself a copy. But anyway, I love you. Take care. Many blessings. And uh, know that I care. Bye-bye.